We begin today's podcast to meet the brave with some of the saddest news. Rapper, producer, entrepreneur, leader, philanthropist, Nipsey Hussle was gunned down and murdered in his hometown in front of his his own store in Los Angeles, California, not just yesterday. I, I, we recorded the podcast previous to receiving the devastating news and and it, it took a while to, to gather, you know, thoughts and, and, and what to say and how to proceed. And um, as time has gone on, I've I personally just gotten sadder and sadder and have more questions. But I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't begin today's podcast with a declaration of how much love... I share for our brother how much inspiration how much how much just how much pure gratitude I, I have for his existence he and his entire team's existence and getting me through some of the darkest times of my life um 18 year old Armani was away from home and away from his family for the first time ever and in in a new place may as well be in another country to me. And, and and granted, it wasn't that far away from home, but it felt far enough away um, to where I was, you know, struggling and felt real lonely and isolated. And I received a pack of CDs in the mail. And I tell the story all the time because it it is it is one of the most life altering moments of my life. His friend shipped me a pack of CDs to just listen to. And in there was uh, who we all know as Kevin Allen, but Earth the Jerk, Nerds Eye View 2. Um, some some early AK Frank, um, Neil the Gif, Mo Green. These are, and these are all rappers that mean something to me in the Bay. But what also was in there was Bullet I Don't Have No Name, Volume 1 by Nipsey Hussle. And immediately, the the ode to traditional West Coast gangster rap music, production-wise, was nostalgic. But the words was like one of your, you know, one of your your uncles with with all the game in the world, just talking directly to you. Um, and what came to manifest out of that and listening to Nipsey in that way was was prophecy. Prophecy was it was it was so loaded with with ambitious objectives, not dreams, not bragging, not none of that. It was objectives to say, hey, this this is what I'm going to do. This is 2007. And here we are. Um shit man 12 years later and everything he said he was going to do since that that mixtape and I eventually went back and got Slauson Boy and everything that came out after that and damn if he didn't do everything he said he was going to do and then some to the point where he had set new uh, objectives ones in the even, even his ambitious mind back in 2007 
I imagine didn't didn't think he'd exceed to this level to where he'd have to set even higher goals. And that's what he was doing. And so I just wanted to share that from a fan's perspective. A lot of y'all hurting right now and, and are confused and don't know what to do. And so in that, if you are confused, the one thing I can say for sure as a fan that Nip would have wanted for us all is to continue to mob in his honor, push further, and uncover our own excellence and come together as a people in a unity to uplift one another and to help propel each other forward. Anything anything less than that would not be in his honor. Let's not let's not confuse it at all. Anything less than that would not be in Nipsey Hussle's honor. So, for the millions that he did touch, keep my nigga's legacy alive by doing the work. By doing the work, by doing the work. That hustle in his name was for a reason, because he did the work. And he inspired everyone around them to do the work. And not just for their career, but for them, the business of them as individuals. And so that they could be the most upstanding beings for their families and everyone around them. <laughs> Been crying for, for 12 hours straight and I'm... You know what else to what else to say other than my my heart and my love goes out to the entire family hip hop we lost we lost a great one last night yesterday And it, it feels like we keep losing the great ones. And I don't have I don't have anything deep. I don't have anything to say to help comfort or anything. Nipsey, thank you for everything you've given us, for everything you've given me. May you continue to look over us. May you continue to show us the way. You got a lot of shit to talk about, Cuz? I, I don't. I'm kind of worried. I don't have anything. any Not anything that I, I'm like hella passionate about. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. It was, I was reading stuff last night, but I was like, like, faded. Yeah, I'm still kind of getting... Getting a, I'm still trying to get a feel on the week, man. I don't know. This week, yeah. Well, okay, okay. I'm, I don't feel bad then. This week was kind of. I sent I sent you this that I had, but okay. it's not much. At least what? Well, I probably you know what? I didn't do. Oh, it. you had you had good stuff. Okay, but I didn't do any research yesterday, so I usually I usually can get a good amount by Saturday. So I probably tapped out at about <laughs> Thursday. So that's all information through Thursday. So through Friday, Thursday. Friday, Saturday, I don't know really what happened. Okay. 
<laughs> Ross coming to anybody's defense. Bro, Ro- <laughs> Ross's, Ross's whole explanation was so foul. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's best just to be quiet. Yeah, we're, fi- we're finding that out a lot. And I was thinking about that the other day. Uh, we're finding that a lot about, uh, I know we got the whole never never meet your idol type thing or whatever. Yeah. But uh, also, like, that, I, f- I kind of feel like there still needs to be that uh, pedestal for art, to tell you the truth. And, like, in a, in a way. Um, hello, hello. Yeah. You bet. Yeah, I just I just feel like there still needs to be kind of like that 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 veil that you'll have for like like the wizard <laughs> for some people, man. Because like it, we don't need er- to see it all. Everybody not gonna survive it, man. And a, a lot of the a lot of the art that we've received, if you really just had a had a chance to know anything about the actual person that did it, man. It kind of kills the entire thing, the whole vibe. What are we gonna have? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> we ain't gonna have. We ain't gonna have nothing soon, bro. We ain't gonna have nothing if if you some of these sneakers niggas wear, these TV shows niggas love. That's these, the real. Like this food. We like consume. if you really knew the background on a lot of the shit that we have in, like uh, of course in the capitalist uh, country, man, then. If you really want to know the backstory to every single thing, <laughs> you you gonna just be livid about. You just gonna be livid. You gonna be livid. You just gonna be livid. Livid or you gonna li- be asked li- out? Live livid. and livid. <laughs> or you gonna be asked out? Literally. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. I'm asked but it's but it's out. hella it's hella funny to me though that of course you can you can um you can catch like you know you get you get your sales off of off the the black man's anger hmm. and the the companies that decide to do that and risk that it's not even really a risk they're already mapping out and saying that even if we just set the the black culture aside Hmm. and just did this for all the people that's coming in to buy stuff if we set them aside over here and make them angry or whatever Hmm. we know that it's not gonna be enough of them to stop doing sales. To stop doing sales. So numbers. that group is still going to buy. Well, there is no way to get that group together enough to be like, stop completely. So that's, so that's always my question or, or my thought is like the, the war or the attack was never on us. Like, like post-slavery which is a crazy thing to even start with post-slavery. Like, there is no post-slavery. Like, we're the, the, the effects of it still exist today. Mm-hmm. Um, so it feels like the effects of, slave, of, of slavery were to do exactly that to, to a point to where we can never fully, fully... Like, we'll, we'll always be fractured just enough for it to sort of impede our progress in totality um for the most part most other cultures can put some shit aside for the advancement of their in people and in, in its entirety and we have so many we have I, I, I know people get tired of the whole concept of like 
correlating like hip hop directly with black culture specifically, but it it's something to look at where you look at hip take hip hop for example and look at all the subgenres that exist mm-hmm. and like how much the subgenres don't fuck with each other. Right. Like, the mumble rap niggas is like fuck you old niggas. The old niggas is like fuck you mumble rap niggas and yeah. it's like whoa, hey. Y'all do realize it's all stemming from some of the same shit. Yeah. Like if you get off your high horse backpackers, you can hear that the mumble rap niggas are actually saying something. If you if you choose to listen, it's on you. What? And mm-hmm. then for the quote unquote mumble rap niggas to be so dismissive of the old niggas is just they're just doing it because the old niggas have shit on them so much. So it's just like it puts them in this position. So the subgenres are black. No one talks about it, but we know they exist. So certain black certain groups of black people don't fuck with certain groups of black people like the the the, the chris rock uh the, the niggas bit mm-hmm. like it's a real conversation that happens amongst black people and and it, it was weird coming from chris rock it was a it was a great bit it probably would have landed different from somebody else mm-hmm. but it's a real fucking thing and in my estimation the way my brain sort of makes sense of it all is like that was sort of the that was sort of the grand, like, lasting effect of slavery is to keep us fractured in a way to where we could never fully repair and for and and come together on some real like because I mean because that's the that's the name of the game is to infiltrate and sort of divide and conquer, but it's it's a divide and conquer to where it's so deeply rooted in us and the self yeah, so the self hate thing is, not, is like real yeah that it's not even like. It's not physical anymore per, per se, yeah. uh, but if it's mental, then it's it's even better. You huh. know what I'm saying? Because it's able to last a lot longer. A like lot it was, it was, it was. We were hoping, and it did happen that eventually you could no longer enslave physically. Physically, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that did end up happening, but the lasting effects the is, last, yeah. is nuts, man. And that's like, uh, what's what? How you say his name? Is it uh, Sue Surf or yeah, Sue Surf? Sue Surf. Uh, do you see his uh, his sit down with Vlad? Right, yeah, and um, him talking about um, like the niggas that go to go to go to uh, prison. Uh, the the what they end up reading is the art of war, mm-hmm. and uh, live it. You live and die by that, basically. So, but the what said in the actual wording of it was just to. At no cost, like you, like you would, you would infiltrate the other people, uh, other cultures or whatever, mm-hmm. and allow them to um, do harm to each other. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to your own, um, you're not supposed to. You hmm. know what I'm saying? Like there, there be, like when it comes to like the whole like snitching thing. When they were talking about the, so you know, if there was something going on in the, and uh, if, it, if something happened in the car, or somebody shot a car, and it was like. You know somebody or your family or whatever would you snitch it's like no nah, of course not you know like and you just go through like a whole line of all that stuff right yeah but when it comes to like other cultures that have had um success in like in the in underground stuff um in a heartbeat hmm. it happened for if that person was of another of another color hmm. If it was of if it was of their own, they would do it. But more so, if it was of another color, so hmm. you're always fighting a, a a battle that you're not gonna win when it comes to actual like the art of war. If your if your rules are ingrained to never think that you always feel like you're you you have to take care of it yourself, and there's no way to use any outside 
um, elements in order to better uh, better push your uh, your uh, your ideas and your product, then of course, then other cultures are going to have a leg up on you. Hmm. You're fighting you're fighting a, you're fighting a battle with no hands. Like <laughs> you, you basically have both your hands tied behind your back and thinking that you're about to win a, a, a boxing match. Absolutely. Um. Well. That was just interesting to me. Like, just he didn't say it, he didn't say it like that, but that's kind of like what I what, what I you read got out of. Yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. That was just very interesting to yeah. me with the whole argument. Yeah. And when you really think about it, it's just that what others are willing to go to, and you got to go to certain lengths when you are in war. Mm-hmm. And if you're not willing to go to those lengths, then of course the other they're the other they're gonna they're gonna have yeah, a prevail, leg up on yeah, you. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm, I'm, this is just this is kind of what happens when we have a week like this, y'all. <laughs> well, welcome to the show, y'all. <laughs> it's like these, this is how niggas gonna start the show. Start the fiftieth, the fiftieth, man. Fifty, man. Happy fiftieth, G. This is the Meet the Brave podcast. I am your host, Monty Draper, alongside No IGLG. Cuz, what up? What's going on? Fifty episodes, man. Fifty. Damn! What, what the hell? What did we do? Is that what five belt looked like? <laughs> Jeez! Oh man, it's uh, you know, Joe Rogan's on a thousand. Uh, I imagine Mark Marin is somewhere up there. Uh, Joe Button and them are in the two, approaching the threes fairly fast. The niggas cheating, but the, the but the ADD group is on eleven, so we're ahead of them. <laughs> Hey, so fun fact for y'all, something like 7% of podcasts don't make it past 20 episodes, so we're doing something. I think we talked about that before, but yeah. Um, but like each one of them have like a have one. So like it's like hella different what's going on at the same time. So just which personnel do you like? And they're all like, they all started around the same time, so I just saw 11. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so we're not at that beginning, beginning, y'all. We no, got, no, we got a little traction. Yeah, no, yeah, we've been, we've been, we've been doing it. Um, it's nice to it's nice to get get past this milestone and and to look forward and to what's next and then how to grow it. It's March Madness right now, so pardon us if uh, there's some ooze and some some dams and some just some some interaction with the TV. TV's on mute, but it's Kentucky and Auburn right now. Um, who you got in this game? Uh, I got Kentucky. Is it hard? It'd, it'd have been it'd have been a little different though if it was uh, if the other bro wasn't hurt. Okay, how uh, you pronounce it? Okay, key. Okay, 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 Okay. Yeah, if he he, tore, he actually tore his Okale. ACL, man. Okale. Um that was tough to watch because he had a hell of a game. Yeah, no, nah, he started killing it throughout this tournament, yeah. and they looked unstoppable as a group. So yeah. yeah, it was good. Bruce Pearl, he's a funny character. Uh, the coach for Auburn um, from his Tennessee days, and just like the business of NCAA, of NCAA basketball in particular is just fascinating. That was one of the folks that they thought they could just throw underneath the bus. Yeah. And thought fam was gonna go away and and not and not resurface, but you realize that like Calipari's been through that at some point. Bill Self's yeah. been through that. Yeah. Um, a lot of the a lot of the guys that are doing it have had some scandal at some point or another. Even Coach K, I didn't even realize that like some of the shit that loomed around Coach K at some point in the um, early on. In, yeah, no. early you, you on. You can't yeah. touch Coach K. Coach K. He's recently, untouchable. They, now. they they just said something about Coach K. Like the uh, Avenatti is coming out with all his stuff. Uh, the lawyer uh-huh. about all the stuff that's going on behind the scenes with the shoe companies and uh, and NCAA basketball. Yeah, and like he was throwing out names and like nobody was really biting because he's going down. So he's so he's <laughs> so he's he, he, taking whoever he yeah can he tried he tried to uh, he tried to uh, blackmail um, Nike. 
Oh wow! Like Nike. That's right. I did see that. Entire Nike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they were just like, "Fuck no!" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they said, "Hey, bro, they just throw they just Ooh, threw him out there." He traveled his ass off. But uh, he was like, "Fuck it!" Then he just gonna start saying names. So he started saying names, and like nothing was really clicking. And then he said, "He dropped and, the, the K word." He, he dropped. He dropped. He dropped. Uh, Duke dot. He said, "And Duke dot 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 on uh, on his Twitter." And then, like it was, you know, of course, people started running towards that. Yeah. So the next uh, media day, they had to. Uh, they talked to Coach K, and Coach K was like, oh, they, "They just started off with the question," and then Coach K was like, "Nah, nothing there." <laughs> and he gave him a stone cold look, and like, he, and "Nah, he get, nothing and he there." He gets to do that, like, he like his his press conferences and post game interviews are so. Bro, when I when I say when I say the media dude was just like, uh, uh, I just thought I thought I, I thought I'd just say next question, <laughs> like like he he moved on to the next question, like okay next question, like Coach Katie about to say. It. I ain't even gonna, I'm not even gonna trip myself up on it. Let's move Bro, on. That ain't part ten with four words. No, the uh, March Madness is fun. We talked about it last week, and a lot of people actually uh, wrote in directly and and then on the IG page. Um, for those listening that haven't yet that that that, that subscribed to the show. Um, never say that, but thank y'all for subscribing to the show and commenting and rating and rate. Make sure you go rate the show on shout iTunes. Out. Um, if you engage with it on Simplecast, I want to spend a send a special shout out to Simplecast. They've actually updated their entire dashboard and the things that you get is with using them as a distributor. Man, they, they like so shout out to all my people at Simplecast. They do some really dope webinars. And they got the show booming, man. We're able to do some some really cool shit now because of how they've upgraded the system. But you know, if you if you're using Spotify podcasts, if you're using Simplecast, if you're using Apple Podcasts, make sure you rate and subscribe and then comment on the show. You know, but people do a really good job of interacting with the with the IG page. And one of the things that people were geeked to write in about was our commentary in and around NCAA sports and like the brackets and the business of it all. And I thought just to, to, to dive a little deeper, um, since people have context now, is just to look at all the, the bracket busters and, and the office bracket pools and all the money that, you know, even, and, that, and, that's, and that's small scale um, betting. But the fact that it's, you know, it's the, it's the talk right now, it's the talk of everything um, from, from Vegas to Atlantic City. To all your casinos, to all your bet now that with the betting apps and everything, like it's just made so so easy. So we're talking we're talking multi billions of dollars um, in and around this tournament, and uh, we're just talking about the OK OK Lee kid from uh, Auburn having a breakout performance and tears his ACL, and you know you can you we see it all the time. L, you've 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 torn your ACL before, so you it it is possible to come back, but I don't know if people understand. You know, the amount of work, um, especially somebody at his at his status too. the amount of money he may have lost in the process of, you know, just being a student athlete and and playing this and playing this game. And, and, um, and you know, he's going to work. He's going to rehab and work his butt off and get back to be better. And that's what we hope and pray for for him. Um, But we know it's going to be a long road back. And when we saw Zion Williamson get hurt earlier in the year. His family and his people took out an insurance policy. Did you hear the story about that though? Uh-uh. So that that night, uh, Nike was out there. Nike representative. Everybody was there that game. Everybody. Yeah, but they but they they flew out. Mm-hmm. They got the sneaker that that busted. Mm-hmm. They went out to China and created a specialty. Uh, 
type of material for specifically Zion Williamson and brought that back and it was ready to go for whenever he was ready to get back in to get, get back on the game. That's the lengths that Nike was going for to to to, to close the deal with their guy. Bro, got to keep that going. So you just got to understand like how big that business is. Like they they they, they had to sell that so, so quick. So you okay. That's we. It's it's crazy. We're starting with sports, but the game is on. Oh well, uh, listeners, if you you know if you're not the biggest sports buffs, bear with us. But this like, is just a, it's still interesting. A, this is like the soap opera portion of it. Yeah. <laughs> what, what if you just just taking what we've what we've seen with the Tracy McGrady deal, the Kobe sneaker deal out of high school, LeBron's deal out of high school, sneaker deal, Derrick Rose's sneaker deal, um. Who else? Who am I missing that had crazy sneakers? Those those might be the most discussed ones in the last, we'll say the last 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so Zion, I don't, I don't remember the discussions around KD's sneaker deal being being as prominent as this one's going to be. I'm sure KD's was, was a big was a big deal, but this even this feels different for Zion. KD's didn't really get to become a big deal until... They were for sure gonna beat LeBron in the finals. Yeah, that's when they really took off. So with Zion, you know, we 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 kind of have we we kind of have some insight to how the LeBron thing played out between Adidas and Nike. Um, what do you what the hell do you think is happening behind the scenes with Zion right now for sneaker? Do you think his sneaker deal's done? If you had to guess, yes, I feel that way too. Like I don't I don't have any doubt in my mind that his sneaker deal is done already. Yeah, I mean it's a uh, he's they're they're cycling through the farm right now. So the, the decision to go to Duke, Duke is exclusive to Nike. You think that him be, so, being a part of Nike that much is going like that much access because you got to think about that's how Duke is able to play their game because. They can hide so much money in how big of a contract they have with Nike. Mm-hmm. So all of the inside money that's being passed around, it doesn't have to show. It's not going to show as going directly back to Coach K because it can be cycled through the actual how much money is being generated for the school. So, so they, they have so much so much product and so much stuff that's in that in that in that um, in that school already in that pro, in that program. So you're calling it. He's Nike is done. Zion's oh, that's Nike. a done deal. That's been a done deal. Huh. When you look out when you're Zion Williamson and they write out a they're they're gonna write a blank check for you, damn near. And he's gonna be the first person because of the day and age that we're in and mm-hmm. how much accessibility you have, where his could potentially just become lifetime out the gates. Immediately get lifetime. Like out the gates. So am I crazy? Like what LeBron has right now is potential that he that can. LeBron can, had to work do, towards. Can, Zion's going to start with. Yeah, that. but we know that LeBron is going to be the pioneer for a lot of shit lot for of the shit, athletes yeah. going going forward. So I'm see, I'm with you. I go, it's Duke, it's this, it's all the things line up to go. It's Nike, it's a done deal. I mean, I mean, Zion Williams is you about to get. Yeah, there's a, yeah you but get there's a, a check. There's a part of me. That goes, Adidas might sneak in and close this shit. Am I crazy for feeling like that? No. But you're going, you're going, it's done, Nike. I feel like that too some days. And then only because like it'll be, I think it'll be dope for Adidas to get it. Yeah. And Adidas has done so much work 
to become a lifestyle brand yeah. uh, that they're able to touch so many other people as opposed to just specific. But this is what Nike. This is what this Nike is what does. Nike does. Yeah. Yeah, that's see, that's where I'm at. It's like this is this is Nike's wheelhouse, but a part. Of, I think I think it's the bias too. I think a I don't part think of Zion's likes, looking for lifestyle. No, he's not. Not at this age. Like they're getting him. Like, have you seen Zion talk? Yeah, Zion is young. Like you know how when LeBron came on the scene, like when Le- when LeBron actually got to the point where uh, all eyes were on and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He actually sounded like he was like a, a Benjamin Button type of thing where it was <laughs> he was aging backwards or some shit. But Zion actually he's he a big actually, dude, but he actually he, sounds like he kid, actually yeah. sounds the age that he is. Yeah. So like, yeah, you can you can wow him with this he stuff initially. Be, he can still be impressed, yeah. And they're also they're dealing with families too. Like, we can't forget about that. Dude, do you remember the video of the kid announcing what school he was going to go to? And Bro, the mom, and mom damn, his- damn near got rid of him <laughs> on, on national TV? National TV, mom displayed her disgust for him not choosing. And then my brain couldn't help but go to, oh, she took the bag already. She got to give it back. She pissed and she got to send that money back. Like, that's all I kept thinking was like, oh, she mad, mad. Because she took the bag without him knowing. And he chose another school. So now it's like the, uh, it's like a, he got game. Mm-hmm. When Jake could have got out of jail if, if Jesus mm-hmm. would have signed to the school, and they played one on one for it, and then you know he didn't see sign people. It. See people be thinking that shit is just movies. No, that's real life, real bro. Life. That, like that's the shit that really does go on. Like they really do get you through your family if they, if they need to. You know what I'm saying? Like they have they have so many different ties to get that shit. Oh done. man, yeah. I um, I, it's just gonna be fun to watch. I was trying to explain oh, yeah. to a friend yeah. the other night, like. We were watching the, the uh, watching the Duke game the other night, and it's like, yo, what's the big deal? It's like, yo, this kid, this is he's the first one in the social media era to sort of that we get to watch. Like he was an eighth grader when we all started watching him, maybe ninth yeah. grade Zion. He was eighth ninth grade when he became a, a viral sensation. So, mm-hmm. so again, how hard it is for for the expectations to be as high as they are. And for him to perform at the level that he's performing, he's a gamer. Like he's he's actual like he's more than just a dunker. Like he he's living up to the moment. So it's a really cool thing to watch to watch him sort of to watch the expectations be impossible and him sort of exceed those. And then to watch how the business of it is gonna play out. Um when Kevin Hart yeah, he's one of those. He's a he's a he's a likable character character yeah. at this point too. So that that's I'm also that, that's gonna add. I'm to also it. fascinated to see that. I'm I'm I want to I want to see when that changes, when the world changes on Zion because it happens. Well, that, that happens when you become a professional though. It yeah, like once you're once they take the amateurism tag off of you, you're not you're no more you're no more a likable figure. You remember how much they loved Blake Griffin, dude? Blake Griffin was there was America's guy at, the at, at Oklahoma. And then yeah. his first, his first, well, he got hurt that first year in with the Clippers. And his rookie rookie season, they loved him. Yeah, like he was like the man that yeah. rookie season. And then they, and then after that, they start crunching in on like his actual game. So we're gonna find out, like, if those shots are actually falling when they start packing the lane or they do whatever. Like when when you're playing bully ball with other guys that are like here for the bully ball. That are here for that are here for you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like with other grown bodies, we're gonna see. You know what I'm saying? But like that's the like I'm rooting I'm rooting for the guy, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, but I'm just I'm just talking about how how the basketball aficionados how they switch how they switch so how they fast. Sw- yeah. Like you know, Stephen A's boy, that Stephen A about to tear him to shreds look, like the first chance he get. Yeah, because watch it like if you like high noon Around the horn, PTI, 
I I can't I can't do Skip and Stephen A. Like their own separate shows. I can't I I just can't give it any time. But but I watch I watch the other one because because of, of Max because Max he just sits there just to fuck with just Stephen a. just to fuck with Stephen yeah, A. Like I I, I love those are my favorite moments <laughs> when Max is just he he Max will wake up in the morning and go yo I'm about to just that's it. it I'm just about to I'm here I'm here day. just to fuck with like I want to see how loud how much how much of his voice he's gonna lose today <laughs> I'm here for it and so but I it's crazy to watch them sort of switch so i'm I'm curious to see when zion goes from the from the the darling to to the bad guy or whatever um but i'm also curious i was my point i was getting back to with the business and the social media area is kevin hart made a point when he was negotiating one of his movie deals uh, when he went on that when he went when he began to run and doing all those movies mm-hmm. It's like, hey, oh yeah, Kev, it'd be dope if you post this on your IG. He's like, yeah, yeah, nah, yeah, that's that. it's another fee. Mm-hmm. Um, that ain't free. And so, just off that alone, with Zion having the the built-in following that he has, he's a walking billboard. How are how his deals will be negotiated with that with with though with that premise in mind? You know, I'm I'm just fascinated by by the, by the by how the business is going to evolve because you can't talk to him like. LeBron out of high school, you know, you can't talk to him like Kobe out of high school. Times are changed. Times are completely different. Well, that's the reason why I believe that he. That's the really the reason why I think he's gonna go with uh, Nike, Nike is because of the access to LeBron. If he takes over, um, um, I forgot his name, but uh, LeBron's agent, um, Aaron, no, not Aaron, never mind. But uh, yeah, Ooh, LeBron, uh, Mav? yeah, not Mav. Yeah, it is uh, Mav. It's Carter. It is it, Mav? Yeah. So if they uh, if if they take over, like if they go into that group, think about how LeBron's moving, and think about Zion at the age he he is, mm. being able to have access to moving like that from the gate. From the gate, huh? You don't really pass up on that. Just like if you're an artist does, that has a chance to, does he sign. have to be at Nike to do that? I'm sorry. Does he have to be at Nike to to, to reap the benefit? Like, I'm just asking. I'm just I'm genuinely just asking out of out of curiosity because I I just want to. Just go through the process and see. Like, does he have? Does he still get? I mean, will he still have the access that he wants to have the Brian and Mav and that whole team? If he if he's not at a if he's at Adidas and not at Nike, I don't think not the same. Not the same, right? No, because I think when you start playing around with that type of money, like you got to think LeBron's underneath a lifetime contract. Yeah, that means there is no stepping outside of that brand. Like hmm. you, you that's who you are. Yeah, uh, so. I mean, I think you can. He, you can still be underneath that wing or whatever, or yeah. he'll still be talking to you because you know that's just who he is. But yeah. I think but there'll be I, a disconnect. Yeah, there'll be a disconnect. Okay. No, I, I'm. I'm. I see. I, I. I like the way you. You break it. You broke it down because that's how my 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 instincts break it down. But I think there's a bias where I I just want to see because I didn't. I was. I went. And, I went back and rewatched the Sonny Vaccaro doc, and he was talking about how close Adidas was to Landon Brown. Hmm. And it was just some like some minor shit that took place mm-hmm. that changed that whole deal. I'm like, damn, what happens if Brian like damn near locking Brian in a in a room and bringing in everybody, the squad? So I'm cu- I'm curious, like, what happens if Brian goes to Adidas? Hmm. What are we looking at now? You know, because Brian's like Brian's sneakers don't necessarily move the meter the way you know they like. For me, they do. I'm I like the sneak. I like the silhouettes usually. Um, but so, you know, meter compared to who? True, because we don't compare to Jordan. Ain't nobody gonna compare to. Jordan. Ain't nobody's ever gonna go. Now I don't want to even compare it to MJ, 
But you know, you hear the conversation in and around the LeBron sometimes. Like people, some people prefer to KD. Somebody, some people prefer to Kyrie's. I hear PG sneaking into that conversation now, hmm. which is which is far fetched to me. But just to be mindful of the sneaker heads. From I the, can say. As far as basketball sneakers go, and, I, and we're gonna try to get out this topic as soon as possible, but uh, I can't say as um, as basketball sneakers go, uh, Kyrie would probably have the best Nike sneakers for I, basketball. Just just pure silhouette. The Kyries are, are my favorite, right? Yeah, now. like whoever's on that team, they they, they are did a great job. Yeah. They're killing yeah. it with yeah. all of Kyries yeah. and stuff. So yeah, I don't know. See, sorry to. To nerd out about that, y'all. I just it's something I think about, and I know L can break it down. That's why, that's why I wanted to ask, like, what do, do we think the business is done already on Zion? And so keep an eye on that, and just watch how it unfolds. It's gonna be if you're into that type of shit, but even if you're not, just to see how business gets done behind the scenes, and we'll never know how long that deal's been done and in place. But I imagine, I imagine it was done before he set foot on campus at Duke. I I, I want to think so. You gotta remember, like. Zion might be one of the more humble uh, uh, top cats that you're gonna come around for now. So, is that does that work for him or against him? As of right now, in order to be seeded into that, it works. Ag- it works. It works against all the other shoe companies. That's not Nike. Hmm, how so? Tell me. Tell me. Because more. he, if he, if he's like the most, like when he first came into the. Um, into college basketball, he wasn't the top player in the country. He, he was wasn't. Number, he was number two. In uh, number R. J. Barrett. Was. Number, yeah, number one is on his team, and so that shift happened when they were on the same team. Mm-hmm. So he still kind of has that number two mentality behind R. J. Like R. J. Barrett is already mentally forward when it comes to, uh, I think on on like wanting the stardom portion of it, mm-hmm. as I think. Uh, Zion, he's gonna grow into wanting like he just naturally gets everything. So, I was thinking about this. I'm, my bad, y'all. We gonna talk about this for a second. But I was watching the game the other night, and mm-hmm. I go, "Wait, did Zion purposely go there to sort of show that he's number one? Like, because you, you could he he could go to North Carolina and play against RJ, or you could go team up, do a side by side, plus minus." When he's off the floor, when he's on the floor, when he's with the team, when he's not with the team, and get to see who's more valuable or more of an asset, maybe maybe that he wasn't thinking about it like that. Or am I tripping? Looking back, that'd be dope. But I think in the moment, it's really just cats that probably played with each other at, mm-hmm. uh, at one of the camps, and yeah. it was like, I really fuck with your really game, like I was, yeah, they, and they got it from there. It's crazy because it like the whole the whole but like world, if you think a real business, then yeah, yeah that would be a dope ass move. The whole world was trying to convince us that he wasn't the best player in the country, and I'm like, no, RJ RJ Barrett is phenomenal. Like I love watching his game. Well, the world didn't know though. Like as much as as much, we were getting snippets of uh, of uh, Zion's game, so mm-hmm. we was really just getting hella dunk videos. We never really saw. A, a, did you see a basketball game? Yeah. Before? I, well, I'm I'm gonna reveal a lot about myself, but I clearly be having too much time on my hands because I be all them them uh, high school. There's there's like there's like three or four YouTube channels that specialize in high school basketball. Oh, football. so you saw him in an actual game? Oh, okay. Okay. And what? And, but in fairness, because what people were saying, and it's so dope. That, exactly, it's so dope that I got to interview Javit Best. Because remember, the knock on Javit was that, as far as what what league was that for y'all? The BSAL, 
right? St. Mary's and Salesian was mm-hmm. BSAL. Yeah. So as far as football was concerned, the BSAL wasn't the, wasn't nowhere near one of the better football leagues. Mm-hmm. So Javits putting up these insane numbers, and everybody at my school was like, "Oh man, he ain't playing against nobody," you know that type of shit. And so when I had Javit on the show. I, want, I just wanted to know if he was aware that that narrative existed about him. I'm, all, I'm always fascinated whether or, no people, whether, whether or not people know certain narratives exist about them, right? And Java was like, yeah. Like, that shit always made it back to me. And he's like, I had a chip on my shoulder. Like, so that's why I chose Cal, went to dominate at Cal, and niggas couldn't say nothing no more. You know what I'm saying? It's, and so Javit, because the film kind of reminded me how Javit's film looked. Mm-hmm. Zion's film looked the same, where it was like, yo... Some six, some six foot white kids, my nigga. You just jumping over them. What are we? What are we? What are we doing for real? Then I start thinking about it. It's like, huh? This shit reminds me of Javid, and Javid got it to the next level, and then the next level was like insane. Mm-hmm. Like it was there was just those special people, and so I, I was able to look at Zion the way I looked at Javid when we were coming up. Because having a personal relationship with Javit, you take it personal when niggas at your school are talking about your guy and like, nah, he's really one of the best athletes I've ever seen. Yeah. And they're like, nah, he ain't playing against nobody. I'm like, uh, y'all wouldn't do that in that even if you were in that league. So what are we talking about? You know, so I, I don't know. Um, but people were people were justified, especially if you're looking. Talking. Yeah. If you're looking at the footage and you go, oh, yeah, he ain't really playing against somebody. I, I get why you still put RJ at number one. But now that we've got to see it, I feel like it's it's the well, RJ got the boost though. Like he what got you mean? the he got the uh, Steve Nash is is his goddad. Does, is that that's enough? A, that's to, a boost. Is that enough to put you in number? Hell yeah, that's a boost. Steve Nash stole two MVPs, yo. I don't want to ever hear Steve Nash. Still, nothing. still don't act as if nay, Steve Nash wasn't the Messiah for a bit for 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 the folks. For who? Huh? For them people? For the media? Oh, okay, okay. I was about for to the say. coverage. <laughs> they, they, they love Steve for them, Nash for them people. and Dan Tony. For them, for them people, for them people. Yeah, they, they love that shit. Hey, can we talk about how media loves loves when a white dude could could potentially be in the conversation for the best in Pistol in Pete? The, they love that shit. Pistol Pete dropping forty day was like it, like Will Chamberlain doing hundred. The, the gym, the Jimmer wave, the Jimmer for that wave was crazy. Bro, it's been so many. Media is sick, bro. Media is really sick. It's been so many. Sports announcers. When you get hella hype over a white dude being fired up and y'all call it fire, and then when it, when it's when it's a nigga getting fired up, he's like, oh, he needs to cool. He's a hothead. He needs to cool. Y'all got to stop with that, bro. Like, it, y'all, y'all do know y'all sound crazy. Or maybe they don't. That's society, though, bro. Like society, society hates to see like when they when they see a black person get he's get, got get so hyped. much fire. <laughs> bro, you see a black person get hyped, bro. Yo, yo, inside of you, your blood kind of boils a little bit. You know, you feel a little easy, a little queasy in the stomach. You don't know man, what's about to happen, man. No, nah, it, it. Um, I, sports. I like, is, to, I like to say we're unpredictable. We're, like we're, we're unpredictable. <laughs> you never know what's gonna happen, and I and I like to keep it that way. <laughs> oh man, what? Come, all right. I'll, I'll just talk about that with somebody. I'll just talk about that with, my, uh, with, with a person in my office, bro. It was like uh, when it comes like the white people, like just, just wondering, like, uh, what about if? No, actually, this was somebody else. But what about if it was? Uh, what if we just, you know, kind of calmed it a little bit and made them feel more comfortable? And I was like, Nah, I want them to feel as uncomfortable as possible. Dog, do you know what's so sick about that? 
Nigga, this is me calming it down and making you feel that's comfortable. What, but that's what I mean. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like I just bypass the part of this is me doing that. Like now it's it's more so. Yes, I want you to be as uncomfortable <laughs> as possible because See, because w- your, because when I was like when I no, was trying to G, make you feel comfortable. Nah, gee, that that fits. Like I was telling, uh, I was telling. I've done it with everybody. I still with my coaches in, yeah. in school. I was telling. I was telling <laughs> one of the homies that was meeting the sister. My sisters for the first time was like, nah, they all they all have a particular energy that. I just didn't get like you got it, uh, Nana, uh, Alyssa, and Zine got it. Where it's like niggas don't don't I'm not about to make you feel comfortable, yo. At like, all. That shit's impressive. It, it is impressive. It's just a. I don't know. I don't know if it's an avoiding a conflict thing. It's just like I don't know. It's just y'all got that shit naturally. Like nah, I'm not. I'm not doing. This is me. I'm not about to make you feel comfortable. At all. I actually, I, and I, I really want you to be uncomfortable. And it's not, and 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 I and I want to do a, I want to do a better job of explaining it because it's not, it's not asshole energy. It's just this is who I am. It's when people talk that un, un, unapologetic shit. I don't know, I don't know how real they mean because their un, their version of unapologetic feels like they're going out of their way to be assholes. Where no, you're just really, really confident in who you are. And don't do any code switching at all. You and Ariana do that shit really well. My, mm-hmm. my sister do that really, really well. Especially to say that you guys like hold such high ass corporate positions, like where you would probably, probably if if there were any place to be justified in code switching, would be there. <laughs> and y'all don't do it and are still really successful and highly regarded in your job. That's just impressive to me. It is. But that that's what that's that's how it that's how it really is though. You know what I'm saying? Like I think it's. I think it's too much focus on people not like playing playing a role in certain situations hmm. and then being somebody completely different in another situation that is actually a lot more comfortable for them. Hmm. So it it never really felt right to be in the presence of certain people and then feel like I should switch up. Hmm. Like what makes you think that because if because if I'm if I'm living in a world where I believe that all human beings are just that human beings, then why in the hell would I ever when I'm in your presence be different than if I was in like, say, OK, so I'm not even talking about when it comes to races. So how about if we did it where I was in the presence of uh, somebody that is homeless and I was in the presence of someone who is a top exact mm-hmm. the only difference between the two may have been something that was a little bit off in the timeline of time the just a, a slight blip so that was the only difference in that whole time in the trajectory in the trajectory of whatever 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 tended to happen whatever mm-hmm. even if it had to do to coming out of the right whatever so why would that be any different because i believe it's more it's very important to first assert and then two to find out to more first more, assert first assert say that shit again man first assert and then two find out what your real objective is hmm. if i can find out what your real objective is then we can we we have somewhere to grow from yeah. in the first place and i can't tell you how many people that frustrates hmm. is that i'm not leading with a bow. I'm leading with 
Yes, nah, sir. bro, we we coming here. We coming here eye to eye, bro. Absolutely. What's up? Absolutely. I, huh? I don't know. I just I find that I find that so fascinating. Um, just because of how industries work, who dominates said industries, who determine what gets done, um, who determine where the money goes, how the money gets spread across, and we were just talking about. The, the optics in the in the in the in the inner workings of of like white white collar crime, you know, in the in the risk for the risk versus reward factor, and uh, the show American Greed. Mm-hmm. There's an awesome episode uh, where the nine eleven post nine eleven contracts for rebuilding and restructuring were going out, and they were like big huge bids. Hmm. Every contractor wanted to land one of those bids, oh, like. Yeah. And so this guy lands one, and he and his wife went to to the lengths of creating like sixty or seventy fictitious people, so names, social securities, bank accounts, all the shit, to overbill like seventy hours a week for seventy people. Damn. For ye- this is years we're talking about. Damn. And pocket that bread. It's like a whole. Shit, you know, and when you when you think about it, like the nepotism that that occurs within that within that world of 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 construction and and all that shit, the same level of nepotism ex- exists in entertainment and mm-hmm. and in music and all that, and if you will, and and when you just think about content and and ownership and what it and what an arms race it is to sort of gather that and why. You know, black black people still aren't going to the role of of services. So, your 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 marketing agencies, your your booking agents, your your management teams, your 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 um your your uh your hedge funding, like all these different roles we could sort of play on the administrative side of entertainment and and sort of get to dictate where the actual resources get go to because that's who gets to decide the shit at the end of the day like the entertainers come in and they have some cachet but on the other side of it when you go to the like grammy week and shit and you go to those parties the the artists don't go to that shit it's the administrative people that make the industry sort of go that go to it Hmm. and you get in those rooms and you're the you're the talent like they're they're in there bidding on you and if you go in there with, if you don't go in there and assert yourself, they'll talk you out of all of your fucking ownership. And oh, so yeah. when you, so when you said assert, I, I, I know that probably felt off, off mark, but when you said assert first, it just it resonated with me because I don't know, man. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to pretend like I, like I always had, like I had to learn that shit and I had to really like, because it's, it's not my, my nature. No, it's not my nature. It's, let's just be, let's be clear. It's not. So. Having experienced that with like like collegiate sports and all the shit, like not asserting yourself on like nah, we gon' we gon' approach it differently. You kind of can get taken advantage of, you know. And so, in pursuit, you know, in 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 pursuit of the arts and doing music and stuff, and having like literally having to be on management and like on legal and like close these deals, and 
remembering how it felt not to assert yourself in those other world in those other in that other world it was like okay let me let me start with a clean slate here and mm-hmm. always met, start with that energy and i can't tell you what a what a what a blessing has been to sort of obtain that because it's protected me this far mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and so that's why i was i was making a joke it's like yo but like they got that shit i had to really i had to really work for that shit that's <laughs> and then the, the girls are like nah fam but we wish you had we had your diplomacy sometimes like damn i guess it is a balance but it's a dumbass balance but you you probably are better off if you got that in it because you can apologize late like you have a conversation about that later but you can never get back what's taken from you if you don't assert yourself first you know so yeah i like think of it like in uh well, two things. Um, first thing, actually, is going to be, well, I'll never forget uh, the part of the uh, what you was just talking about with the, um, I'll never forget the uh, this part in The Great Gatsby mm. um, when they were talking about uh, this guy who had dumbass bread mm-hmm. on the ground mm. and they're trying to figure out. So I got the quote real quick. I mean, I just got like the dialogue that was going on yeah. real quick. And that shit was like, that shit always stuck with me. Robert, can you read it? Yeah. Uh, who is he any who is he anyhow? An actor? No. A dentist? No. He's a gambler. Gatsby hesitated, then added coolly. He's the man who fixed the World Series back in nineteen nineteen. <laughs> fixed the World Series, I repeated. The idea staggered me. I remembered, of course, that the World Series had been fixed in nineteen nineteen. But if I had thought of it at all, I would have thought of it as something that merely happened. The end of an end of an inevitable chain it never occurred to me that one man could start to play with the faith of 50 million people with the single-mindedness of a burglar Hmm. blowing a safe how did how did he happen to do that i asked after a minute he just saw the opportunity why isn't why isn't he in jail they can't get him oh sport he's a smart man Bro, the idea that everything just starts off of the, uh, he just off of just seeing the, opportunity seeing the opportunity is the first thing first. You know what I mean? Like that's 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 what people who are ahead always see first. Like they see an opportunity and then they yeah. figure out how to get to that opportunity. Absolutely. That's about it, bro. Yeah. Like it, there's nothing else to it. And that's like they try to throw race in that shit, but really it was just that you saw an opportunity. So you saw people that you can go grab, mm. bring over here, and create an entire system beyond off, entire, off their backs that still exists. That still exists. Like, like and still eats off of it. Still, still eats off of your rage. <laughs> and they do how they do that shit. They saw the opportunity, I suppose. Yeah, that shit was lit to me. Whenever I when I, when I read that shit, that's the first thing that came to my mind, and that shit has stuck with me since. Hmm. Nah, man. That, it when you talk about seeing, I, I I don't know. It's something I've been thinking about as as industries boom. I'm finding it fascinating where people sort of decide to sub, 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 uh, submit their roles, right? Mm-hmm. So. Um, the company I saw an ad for it on the on the TV the other day. The company that that rounds your purchases up to the nearest dollar each time you spend something. So if you go swipe your card for sixty cents, sixty yeah sixty cents worth of gum, they'll round that purchase up to a dollar and then just say and save that remaining forty cents. So every every purchase, you know what I'm saying? It's it's. It's like yo, who came up with that? That shit's fucking brilliant. You know, just looking at looking at certain ways to sort of insert yourself into the how fast shit is evolving in technology okay. and like the people that decide to actually respect technology and take advantage of it and all these different things, right? And um, one of my 
homie started a, a domino league and a domino company. Like, oh, look, just looking at what everyone's doing. And I couldn't be prouder that there's a lot of black people deciding to get on the side of of creativity and technology that isn't in front of the camera. Um, that isn't the, the, the singer, the rapper, the dancer. They're like, nah, it's way more bread and way more long money and way more portals to open on this side of it, you know, the opp- like the opportunity that you talk about, you know, the, the marijuana industry. My homie the other day is like, yo, fucking Oregon had a surplus of like over a million pounds of weed. So don't they don't need another farm. What they do need is somebody to come up with all the supplies, the aprons, the gloves and all the like that shit. Somebody make that and make a brand out of it. Some hope, some uh, some uh, black black and Decker uh type tool shit you know like where it's like you become a brand for the tools and the supplies for yard work and all that stuff as opposed to oh man we're just gonna we're gonna start we're gonna start our own farms like nah the smart people that really win the niggas that go make some shit that, that make the uh firestone was on uh henry ford's brain trust team it was like man you're gonna build all these cars somebody gonna need to come up with some tires fam <laughs> like it's just shit like that where it's like, okay, if, if the car industry is going this way, man, let me, let me, let me be the one to outfit them with all with every every you figure every if sixty percent of the cars in the world with the tire. Let me let me go be that person, and if the, if this industry this opportunity is there, let me do that. So I don't that that shit just resonated a lot. When shit, you the stock the stock wheel uh, machine at the bottom uh, down here in, um, in the, the lobby. lobby. Uh, that that was just people that branched uh, from Google. Like they didn't. Is that the bodega? The bodega. It was bodega initially, and then they changed it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's like just they, brilliant. Like me. they didn't. They didn't. They didn't. They weren't. They didn't like have stock in in <laughs> Microsoft. I mean, like in Google or anything like yeah. that, bro. They was just. I mean, they worked at Google and they came up with this idea and. Like, they 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 are around all the techniques all day long. Yeah, all the cats with all the bread. And they was like, bro, let me, let's do this, bro. You know, you know how important it is for people to uh, not have to go to a store all the goddamn time. Just pick up some essentials real quick, man. And it be on it because uh, the concept of it is too is on some like subscription shit too, right? Where it's just you don't you don't you could you you already have an account set up and you just go get what you need and then yeah, you already have an account set up and it has a. It has a meter for like the it has a it has a um, camera inside of it, so it, it picks up like what you take out of it, mm-hmm. and then when you when you close the doors when you're done with it, mm-hmm. um, and then it'll just give you a charge later, and then you just build up a um, a percentage with them until you get some free shit. Wow, yeah, man, tech tech technology and like things m- moving to subscription based. Um, also watching. Um like uh, using a lot more Apple TV and then like paying for the subscription specifically from the network. So for for the for the tournament, getting the CBS package and um, and the TBS pack and like watching that shit directly. It's like it's fascinating where all this shit is moving, and it just makes it it really does make your brain wonder as a creative. It's like yo, what do I need to do to sort of really assure that I could retain ownership and control more importantly you know because we still don't really fucking know how the streaming shit works like no one really has the information like people try to explain it but it still don't make sense like how the how the labels are generating that much on a daily and then the artists pay out even for even for your most successful artists it's still pennies on a dollar in comparison to what the labels are doing so some money's being hidden somewhere and it's just it's uh, it's only a matter of time before somebody cracks the, the algorithm and we can fully figure that shit out so it's like yo damn how do i damn do i just do i do a subscription base and make 
you know, my handful of people that fuck with me come directly to me. Is that is that what I should do? Um, I know niggas don't want to hear, but that's essentially what what Louis C.K. did when he walked away from FX before before any of his shit came out. Louis had taken a sabbatical from FX to shoot a show out of pocket and then to distribute it directly through his website. Mm -hmm. And so you could buy the whole season for 25 bucks or 30 bucks or whatever. And he Louis has however many followers on Twitter and Instagram. So you figure if you get shit, say Louis, say he only nets 40% of his actual following to come purchase his whole season. Shit, that's all out of pocket. That's all him, though. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you're not you're not casting as broad of a net, but you're casting a net to your direct base and you're able to see that money come and go, you know. So it's a direct to consumer thing as a creative. Like we we've seen it with retail. And everything else, but what about the creatives? You know, um, I got a call from one of the homies in LA. She's like, "Yo, Monty, what rapper is synonymous with clothing?" And then obviously it was like Nip YG, and she's like, "All right, I thought about them already, but who else that no one's thinking about?" And I was like, "Oh, Griselda, Westside Gun, and Conway and Benny and them. Like the shit that they do with merch and and hoodies and all this shit is it's phenomenal, mm-hmm. you know. But they'll do them niggas will do." A thousand pieces and sell out in three minutes, but mm-hmm. it's you got to go to them to get the shit. Yeah, uh, Rock Marcy, you can't go get his album for the first three months on anything but his website. It's the coolest shit ever, you know. And people go, "Oh, well, he's missing out on this." Nah, man, forget casting a broad ass net as a creative. Go directly to your base and watch what happens. You know, something special, especially right now with the following. That's back to the Zion point. I'm fascinated to see just how the business plays out. Because of his built-in direct-to-consumer network, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I'm I, I, just to tie it all back together. We talking about opportunity and shit. That's crazy how we got back there. I mean, I mean, I mean, because it, it all goes together, bro. Like, yeah. it's, 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 it's so <laughs> tangled ass web, bro. <laughs> Have you read the movie? I read the book Tribes. No, I haven't. I got it. I, I'll just get it to you. But uh, yeah. it's uh, down right there by Seth Godin. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Right, it basically talks about that. So, like the um, the idea behind tribes is that the times that we're moving into, with all this um, access and um, um, all this, how important the internet is at this point, hmm. it's no longer a need how it was back before that, where uh, you can, where it was kind of divvied up just at the top, like only the top had all this that was coming in for them and you would have to go a certain route in order to you you knew like the blueprint on how to go and get to the top area over there so everybody's fighting for this number one spot spot, yeah where these days it's more so about having your individual tribe so you just need to have a patch of people that overly fuck with you that you can just continuously absolutely provide something for that can then absolutely communicate to people outside of that you know i mean people yeah bring people in you know what i'm saying and then that from there it just kind of becomes like just like like sir tribes of each other where like they kind of just interact with each other and build from there to this bigger like well, that's you know I, I was the sun the, the Kanye Sunday service shit. Mm-hmm. I've been watching those and I nigga, I'm I want to go to Calabasas myself and go to one. <laughs> you like Calabasas lit man. It's, it's just a really cool concept, but I couldn't help but feel like he was taking a page out of J Cole, the Kendrick book of going. You know what? Drake and them can have that shit. We know we have a base that's big enough and that's strong enough and that's loud enough 
that fucks with us. Let's just go do some off the grid shit. It's so important. It's so important. Like, and and I and I and I do feel like in a way it's kind of grounding too. Oh yeah. When you do something that it's isn't insane, bro. Yeah. Like it's it's grabbing back your sanity. What is what is insane though is casting this big ass net and tr- and literally being convinced that the whole world fucks with you. That's not reality. Oh yeah. Even if it's presenting itself to and the numbers sort of indicate that maybe that maybe most of the world does kind of fuck with you it's still not a great place to live so i do feel like there's some grounding that happens and making specific shit like cues num num juice i'm sorry i listen to that like 10 times a day and i know and i and i'm and i'm kind of excited about how many people don't fuck with it because i fuck with it that much like Mm -hmm. i love that song I, I know I've talked about it. Yeah, no, I thought, <laughs> exactly though. That, that, but that's what I'm talking about though. Just like I think people are so damn fixated at the on the number one spot, and mm-hmm. I've been talking about this for a minute that you kind of forget that you kind of forget how big the world actually Absolutely. is. And if you always are fixated on the fact that you have all these people and you gotta you gotta cater and get to each one of them yes bro that's 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 just gonna be so nerve-wracking that you're gonna go nuts you're gonna nuts when that shit flips on you and you have nobody yeah because your shit was so you know your shit your shit was so it was quicksand the entire time bro you just didn't know it you know what i'm saying you had no fucking clue but when you when you can actually make a solid solid base on the side and then from there just kind of keep building like just grassroots like this motherfucker is just like catching something mm-hmm. is catching fire you know what i'm saying then at least you can continue to be yourself and your group can grow with like y'all can all grow as as a unit yeah. as opposed to you can come out and the, and the fucked up thing that and what tends to happen is that everybody searches for that hit hmm. now that hit can for sure streamline you into some shit hmm. but if you weren't ready for that streamline like you you, you got to that like you knew you knew the analytics to get to you that. You knew point. you knew what it took to get there, you but knew, your ass wasn't ready. Wasn't ready. You you had you had no fucking infrastructure. You had no business. You had no business being there. Zero. You know what and I'm we, saying? We see that shit though. All the time. Niggas make fun of the one hit wonders, but it's because they get plugged in to cause it there's rather Nick I'm sorry to tell y'all, there is a formula to make the masses fuck with something. Cause it, it's fail proof and we see it all the time. So I i.e. your one hit wonders. That shit ain't by accident. They get plugged into the formula. It works. And them motherfuckers aren't meant to be there because, hey, when you have one hit, guess what you got to have? Another one. When you have two, guess what you got to have? You got to have three. And guess get, and, and they got to they gotta damn near be the same. And you're going to be nuts. Like, nuts. They, they better sound like you. Well, we. Okay. This. Cardi. A couple things to get to with Cardi. But since we're here at the formula and the hit shit, Joe, I don't know if you listened all the way through this week, but he... I messed with my, I, I got to like the beginning of both of them, and I yeah, Joe, it, it was something that turned me off. I can't yeah. remember what it was, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Joe, Joe was tripping. He, he, there's the, the, the argument in and around what, what defines a, 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 a pop record. Okay. That shit was... That was probably the most annoying argument ever because when he, whenever he argues with Parks and Rory... Cause he starts yelling and shit, and it's just like, dog, you, 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 you're wrong. Like you're wrong at this point. So he was dead ass wrong in that. Park, in the- Parks had his best moment to date this past week. 
Was it during that discussion? I don't know which one, which one it was this week, but uh-huh. which uh, actual one? It's probably the first one of this mm-hmm. week, so I would say probably last Saturday's uh-huh. one, or maybe it was, yeah, Saturday's one. But uh, when they were talking about like what is the stream, was the stream equating to and all that? Mm-hmm. Anybody who's breaking it down, yeah, bro. Like when he like because they were like bouncing ideas off of each other, but then parts kind of once they got into like the tech bag, like how much tech is into this right now. Mm-hmm. When he started getting into how important that bag is, that's when he kind of took off. <laughs> <laughs> and like and you can hear his, the whole room and go. his actual knowledge of like the actual shit while like it's kind of like bro like you sit down with these folks yeah. all the time knowing so much on the back end yeah. and you just allow these motherfuckers just, just, just to be here be, and just, just talk, be, talk, yeah. talk 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 cluelessly about know, shit and you know well park parks is fascinating because of like how many people he's worked with like how tapped in he is and and just not just not a music engineer but a, but as a producer and as a thinker and as someone who who's dedicated to expression through the form of music. You know what I'm saying? He he's always been dope. The the alignment with Joe and Parks is evident um musically. Um for as as just as a Joe fan, but then having him on the show does often sort of cuz cuz niggas don't do no research. So they just be up there talking and then he'll yeah. he'll do exactly what you just said. And so he was breaking down like a hit and trying to, like, I'm sorry, a, a, a pop record. It wasn't even a hit. It was like, yo, what makes something pop? Mm-hmm. And he was breaking down the like the, the music theory of it. And Joe was still trying to argue some shit that didn't necessarily fit. So it's like, Joe, shut up. But then Joe got into his Cardi bag and made one of the greatest points ever hmm. in, in, in terms of arguing um, for the position that Cardi's in right now. Okay. And... When you talk about the music and how the music initially matched the character that she was giving us on social media, so ratchet, loud, raunchy, all the shit, like it all, it all, it all was in alignment. Um, but now that she's had all those hits and she's moving into the popular, the popular. mainstream world, yeah. white people, the music, the music, the white people fuck with you. So now the music's different. The first Bruno song I didn't care for, and people kept trying to convince me that shit was tight. I was like, I'm not crazy, and my ears aren't broke. That song's terrible. And then they double up on there was, us. There was one before Please Me? Isn't there two? Don't, they they got to have. I know they have two records together. It probably was, but yeah. I, I did hear a lot about like people didn't like that one. And then I heard like in the like I was at the hookah hookah spot and mm-hmm. the please me one came on and like everybody was into that shit. So I was thinking that that was the one because I guess I didn't hear the first one that came out. So I guess they immediately swept that one out the way. And no, no, no. The, the, so both. So the first one went on a run, and then now this second one is oh, they're okay. trying so to. Force, I missed the whole run. On yeah, the first yeah. One. yeah okay, so they're trying to force feed us the second one. Got it. And. It's the biggest slap in the face, but just to show how this shit works and how quick they can sort of wipe that shit out for you, her old her old uh, live feed comes up about her talking about drugging niggas and all the shit, yeah. and and the world has a frenzy, and mm-hmm. I was I was annoyed with that. And and Joe, and Joe made such an incredible incredible point. I always talk shit about Joe, but he, when he has his points, I'm like, "Yo, that was a great point." But he was making a point about the music. I wanted to go further and talk about why you can't necessarily you can't have it both ways, um, both as the as the artist and as the consumer that is that is pulling this person into that. Now you're accepting them as your own without any of the information and, and then without any context about how these worlds work. 
And so what the most annoying shit in the world that just sort of solidified how many bitch niggas exist mm-hmm. was the surviving Cardi hashtags, bro. That shit was so so trash to me. Wait, wait, they had surviving Cardi hashtags. Bro, niggas are corny, yo. Like they they had to survive. Let's he's so fucking dope. Um so Cardi the an, an old live feed surfaces of Cardi talking about drugging niggas and robbing niggas and all the shit, right? Um and the one thing that was the most annoying shit in the world is that we're talking about niggas who are who who are who are buying buying pussy essentially. Yeah. When you're going to buy pussy, guess what? Guess what can happen, fellas? You can get lined the fuck up. Actually, it's very common in that. Like you're you're in you're in it's, the business of all that being common. <laughs> and now you and now you hear and want to act shocked and surprised and offended. I'm I was just confused. What? I was I was just ultimate I was just ultimately confused. That was part of like the I was confused and annoyed and then sort of sort of uh justified in my stance of how many bitch niggas exist. Oh yeah, for sure. Cuz it was a ton of niggas on the internet talking about survive cardi and like whether niggas were joking or not, you just expose yourself as a whole in my opinion. Cuz you you talking about you talking about buying pussy, the bitch lines you up. And now you confused about what just took place. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, y'all. Within within the world of selling ass, niggas get lined up every day. Like that's a part of it. Yeah, that's common. That's common, and that's and and that's a part of like the like they're what they're gonna say is it's the double standard because there is an all-out hit on men right now so <laughs> men are just trying to find whatever Anything. whatever <laughs> they can and you like, niggas sound so trash by the way yeah Shut like th- this up. this isn't the one to like align yourself with like this is this probably isn't the one woman privilege gay privilege shut up man yeah I, like niggas just, been getting away with murder forever man just take this shit on the chin and bro, keep just take, bro it's, this is one that we don't even need to be like you know <laughs> it's all right we, we could take it bro It'll be all right, oh, man. <laughs> but so yeah, sad. nah. That's you know that like the people that that are that'll be like for that. It's probably some of the ones that just got leaked, bro. Like that's a it's a common thing. Like when you out here tricking and doing the other, you open up the idea for you to become a lick. Like that's just what it is. That's that's common within the game. Like when you come into the game, and you want to play it. That's just a, a a piece of it. Yeah. Now you now it happens to you, and hopefully you learn. But in more cases than not, you right end back. up right back Niggas in that right motherfucker. Back. Like, yeah. oh, I got to lick this part. Okay, so cool, whatever. But I was in the presence. Like, I actually got her to the crib. And then you're thinking you're going to get another one to the crib. You're going to get this shit again. Like, you understand how that cycle goes. Like, you just got to break your fucked up ass cycle <laughs> and stop doing surviving, <laughs> stop surviving Cardi. Uh, Hashtags. Oh yeah, man, that shit was annoying, man. I, um, bro, but the you, you see Ross's response? I I didn't. You you brought that to my attention. What did Ross say? Do I even want to know? Be honest. <laughs> you almost you almost just gotta watch the video because what Ross's response was like. Okay, he had a whole little soliloquy about the whole thing, but also he was like, I like y'all need to get off of Cardi's back uh, because you know like. You got to understand when you live that life, like that part was right. Like when you live that life, this is what you're open to. What could possibly happen? You know, we are coming from nothing, blah, blah, blah. But when he started like mixing in like, yeah, and I lost a seven figure bag. 
in a similar situation, you know, because I, you know, when I made that song, like, you know, you ain't even know it. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, when I made that song, you know, when I did that verse, you know, that was that was meant for, you know, the people that live that life. Like, I just I just I did that verse for those who are actually doing that. <laughs> they still in that. So that was for them. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like Ross, bro, Ross. This sick get is, off of this topic, bro. The sick part is, is he not wrong, but you can't say it like that, Ross. Like it, you just doubling down on the on the. That's what I mean. Like it, it's just sometimes a real, a real. You just, sometimes you just don't need to be real in a certain situation for the public. You know what I'm saying? Like the public, it do, it doesn't read the same. You know oh, what I'm saying? Man. And it's and for people that are confused, like there is a whole drug and sex culture. So. I get it. I I one hundred percent get it that all this shit is coming to light, and oh, if 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 you're under the if you're if you're if you've been drinking and you shouldn't have like, bro, where have y'all been? People been drinking and doing drugs and having sex together forever. There's a, there's a there's a world and a culture that that exists in. So what? Well, well, that big that big that that brings the question up though. All right, what we got? Did we do this to ourselves? Because when the whole when when the Me Too and Times Up happened, mm. it was imperative that it was time for that to happen, right? Like we needed to have something like that take place mm-hmm. in order to make the necessary changes that we needed to make. Mm-hmm. We needed that to take place, and it did. Mm-hmm. Cool, but we can't begin to sully the market by putting everything underneath that umbrella. Like we got to separate and say like this one is actually wrong and this one is you seeking something like you you're seeking well, we, this area there isn't they're not even allowing space for that conversation G I know but I I feel like this I feel like this is uh, this is why we have this we have this part of our platform though it's just like when when we talk we gonna get it out. We gonna get it. We gonna we get gonna it. Work, we gonna work through it. Dude. We gonna work through it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. and y'all wanna have a conversation? We can have a conversation. But I think I think people gotta have it because that's the part that's getting mixed up. Is just that you can't seek out something. And now now it's not making. Now it's it's completely wrong when something fucked up happens. But in a lot of these cases, you have it where you are you you kind of know what you're getting into. Well, where do we? Where do you stand? On Aziz and Zari still not working. That's fucked up. That's crazy, man. That's fucked up. They did. They did that man wrong. And I feel like I feel like that's 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 low key a part of like that's that's due to his stature. Is that it, he's is, not that he's not able to get back. Is Aziz is Aziz just taking a taking a break completely? Like is he just removing himself? Because he's like, yo, I don't need this shit. Part of me, hopes I would hope so. It, yeah, part of me is just that he's just like, well, fuck y'all, then y'all, you guys aren't worthy. Like that was that was outrageous. I would hope so. You know what I'm saying? It's like hey, like take some of the, you know, if you remove the need to be be popular and be famous and be seen, maybe Aziz is just like chilling somewhere, writing his next shit. It's possible. Producing his next shit because he has support. Like his his people supported him. Like his create his creative team. Um, I, I'm curious to hear what Lena like uh, Lena Wave said. I n- I never got to hear what her stance was on it because her and Aziz are hella tight. I never got to hear what she said about. His his situation. I'd be curious to hear what she had to say. Hmm. Um, I don't even know how we got here. Oh, the Cardi shit. Um, you think you're right though. We've bet we've painted ourselves into a corner to where we can't even have a conversation. 
and this this need this needs. To I mean, be. it's 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 an it's it's ma- it's all underneath the same thing of wanting immediate gratification, and you want an immediate answer to something that is very gray and needs more attention on it than just it's wrong or it's right. But see, like we know we know a lot of this shit is wrong. Well, see, that's and that's where I'm at. G. It's so, not a wrong or right question. So maybe uh, it's not. My thing is that it's not as much of a gray area as you think. There is there is people out here intending to do harm. Oh, for sure. And there are people that are engaged in and in, in in that have the intentions of consuming or being under the influence together to sort of enhance said the good time. So being out here going, hey, under the influence of anything. Even if you guys are both impaired, that's assault. That's sexual assault. Hmm. Is that what you're? Is that what y'all telling people right now? Hmm. Huh? Okay. Kind of see, kind of see your logic a little bit. But have you ever been at a wine bar with some cougars? <laughs> no, this, this, this maybe not. This low, this low key might be like a Black Mirror episode, like. Ah, I, f- I feel like I, I kind of feel I like told you we was a real black mirror. I, I feel like I feel like we're in a black mirror episode because like with the, with when is enough enough? And I feel like we're we are going down the wrong path mm-hmm. because if we continue on this way, then who's going to be strong enough? And I use that. Please don't mix up my words when I say that. But who's going to be strong enough to get through certain things if we take if we do it like a minority report type of deal Mm. where we are convicting people before having any any uh, recollection of if they're actually going to do the crime like before it even takes place. Like now we're just talking about there. They are by public opinion. A monster. Yeah, man, that's, this shit is all. This shit is all way too murky and and uh, murky and and agenda oriented for me. Um, if this were, yeah, if this was solely about women's rights, I'd be in. And 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 when I say women's rights, I mean women's rights in totality and. The rights of all women, and not just a particular type of woman. Um, if this were so, if this was solely about gay rights, hey, I'm in. But this is coming. This is this is. Uh, I finally saw us. Nice. Um, this is this is more of a class conversation. Hmm. Um, who has ex? This is class and access conversation. So you don't really. You're not really trying to to provide new opportunities um, to the underserved um, and the disenfranchised. You're trying to enhance and prop up people who have similar makeups, but not the same circumstances. This ain't about poor black women or disenfranchised black women. This is about white women who want to advance the same way the initial women's march was about some white woman shit and they leveraged all the women of color until they got what they needed and were like yo fuck you why it's like that shit yeah 
and we're saying we're seeing the same we're seeing the same thing. This ain't this ain't about gay rights. This is about the gay people who are in power and who are a part of the one percent and who are the, the the gay billionaires. Yeah, this is for them, but this ain't for the gay disenfranchising the gay the the gay the the poor gay people. Fuck no. And so what's happening is that on the because the middle class is gone. Middle class is officially dead, y'all. Sorry. Yeah, that's been gone. So the the gay people that occupy and the and the and the white women that occupy the one the seats at the one percent are this is this is about the advancement of them. Meanwhile, the women, the gay people that occupy the poor that 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 are in that are in the the poor population. Excuse me. We're all at war with one another, and we're we're extremely divided. Thinking that these fights and these and these talks of advancement have any fucking thing to do with us in totality. And there's no one. This ain't this ain't about none of us. This is about class. This is about class and access. Hmm. And don't none of us have don't have the status or the access. So really, the conversation is never ever about us. But we're all at war with each other, beefing with each other. True. Sure. There's a there's there's a there's a there's a sick ass war on black men. So then black men are on the defense and and got have questions about the advan- the, the the have questions in and around what these topics are for the advancements of other of other of other groups the agenda these agendas and it and it and it all sounds and feels like an attack and it's not an attack it's questions of trying to figure out how the fuck did we get here how how did we arrive at this place and no one have any answers and the answer is simply simply is class, and that's what I got from watching that movie. Uh, outside of that, Jordan Peele did his thing. Fucking Lupita is one of the best Man, actresses I've ever seen. Unreal. That was one of the most incredible performances. But I gotta be honest, G. Outside of the classism conversation and a few other like uh, gems of symbolism, of some some true symbolism in there, I didn't understand it. Hmm. I'm not even gonna pretend like I like I did. Like I like the classism thing is all that resonates with me. And what resonates even more is that he that he got to tell a story about some classism shit and and didn't have to use a white family to do it. He got to use black leads as that. So that's what resonated with me. I was lit. If there's a deeper meaning, I missed it though. I gotta be honest. Gotta be honest. I missed it. No, I've read I've read Jeremiah eleven eleven every day for the last few days and still don't understand that 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 Bible verse at all. <laughs> and the people that attempt to explain it can't fully even explain it to me. Mm. Help me out, man. <laughs> well, spoiler alert. Yeah. We told you we warned y'all last week that there would be a spoiler alert this week. Because yeah. I was gonna see it. I'm not gonna go into the deep meaning of it because uh I still want people to watch it. But uh I think the as far as entering the fear portion of it, the idea was, what if we had a protagonist that we had y'all fall in love with to be the winner of the battle, and that was actually the person that wasn't hmm. the person to root for the entire time? Because if you really think about like the actual ha. the work behind it, so like the uh, how lit the switch like when she was switched how much thought went into her plan that she was able to execute that to the point where even her tethered family 
she trained them not to actually kill the real family like just buy time because this is all going to come together for the uh the actual uh target which is the other side of her so like i think that part of the story was like that shit was crazy but as far as like the deep part of it I'm still trying to figure out, but also I think uh, I think also it wasn't meant to be that deep. That's on this was, one. That's what I was. That's what I also wanted to get. I was like, maybe I it think he didn't want to go there. Yeah, maybe it wasn't meant. Maybe everything I got was what I was supposed to get. Yeah, you know, because even the part you just talked about was like, yo, imagine rooting for somebody the whole time, and at the end you wasn't supposed. Like that's a fucked up feeling, and he he got that. He nailed that shit. Because like, if you just think about what she was doing behind the scenes the whole time. That shit was crazy. Yeah, you like start- she she never really wanted to kill her. Like mm-hmm. even to the point where she allowed her to kill her. Yeah, she didn't want to be a part of that life no more. But it was matter. Of, it was just more so. I think I won. Like, yeah, I want. I need. You, I got. I, you I to got see that, that out of you. Like yeah. I needed. I needed your kid to see this, and also I needed you to see the world that I envisioned for you after yeah. you switched me. Yeah, and that shit was lit. Yeah, it was. That was. That I walked out of there going. That was, not and not even just Lupita. Uh, I'm just I just don't know the other actors' names, but uh, my Winston, girl, something. my girl, Dukes. my girl, Petty, uh, Peggy from fucking Mad Men, the 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 white mom, yeah, incredible fucking actress, she yo, was like that, and so just the performances in that movie, um, and then how entertained I was, like I, like it's a it's two hours, give or take. You know, we never had a horror film. That starred a black family. Mm-mm. That was the first one. <laughs> and so Jordan Peele on an interview. Um, I don't know if it was a late night show with Seth. He's he's doing his press run, mm-hmm. and they asked about casting uh, a white lead, and he's like, "Nah, we just seen that before." Um, a lot of people were up in arms about That's him another All that. Lives Matter thing. Stop it. Why we did, don't need to include you. You don't like, and that's not racist. Like, I'm sorry, I'm tired of that. Why? Why does? Why does it? Why did? Why does that? Why do people get to make that a thing? Him going, him and him and him having a clear because because you can answer. only get that out of black people though. Like black people will tell you, like some people that some people that's doing this shit, they will tell you, nah, I'm not going to, and then you can take that and run with it. Try asking that to a white person. Yeah, nobody, no, like nobody ever asked no uh, no white director why are you just casting Leonardo DiCaprio's yeah. and uh, and Daniel Day Lewis's and like why are you just casting these guys when there's also other people that are equally great that That's, are black. It's crazy. It's crazy that we we always have to. Why is Don Cheeto being replaced by uh, by Mahama Shala? Is that how you say it? Oh wait, on what? What is this? How do you say Mashallah Ali? Mahershala Ali. Ma- Ali, my bad. Mahershala Ma- Ma- Ali. Why is he being replaced? Like they're kind of basically just switching those two uh, people in Hollywood. Oh, so like, so like saying, as yeah. Don Cheeto is it's, graying and dying, and not not dying, but graying and like leaving the Hollywood scene, like his roles are becoming you know few and far between, and then Mahershala Ali is like no now like the, the you new know, Don Cheeto kind of you know what I mean like but. Why can there only be one at a time? That's it. Yeah, you know what I mean. But no, we don't ever talk about that part. Well, and then that goes back to the beginning of the conversations, like opportunity and us having more production companies, and and you know, and and holding those seats that get to determine what gets greenlit and what doesn't. You know, because then 
especially controlling the narrative, like the the black narrative stories, right? Like our stories for a really long time were dependent upon some extreme gangster shit or extreme fucking fairy tale or a slave movie. Like those are your choices. And it's like that ain't the life we live. It's back to that whole sub that whole sub genre of black concept. It's like Roots, yo, boys yeah. in the hood. <laughs> yeah, like you, you either get, you want pick one. It's like fam. Uh, sorry, but I don't live in neither one of them realities. Can I get twelve years a slave? <laughs> or don't be a menace. Pick one. <laughs> like yo, like nah, fam. Can we get something in the middle? You know, when you see those stories that are in the middle, you know, they resonate and they they have a um. They have a larger impact on us, right? When I think I think about a, about Friday, for example, do you re- if you really think about Friday, don't shit happen in that movie. No, nah, it's day, day on the block, and it's the most riveting shit in the world. Insecure. Because that's how our days are. Like when you when you only get the scraps off the table um, back in slavery, you make whatever you can out of that shit, like. And that's really what it's been. Like we got the scraps when it came to all of Hollywood, nigga. But look what we look how creative, look how creative. that shit was. Like nigga, they had nigga damn near no budget for that shit, and niggas was just on the block, nigga, and they made that motherfucker a classic. Classic. When not shit going on, there was there like, but that but it was so fucking relatable because like that's that's how day that's how our everydays are. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was I was I was blown away. Just by how shit continues to evolve, like the insecure is the same way for me. Atlanta is the same way, where it's not dependent. You can keep upon. making fucking Transformers, and that shit is trash. <laughs> and then, but, but you got the then, craziest. But you got fucking Michael Bay that trashes every fucking film how he many, does. But he gets the largest of budgets. How many movies can be made with a fucking Transformers budget? Honestly, bro, four. Nigga, how, what four? Maybe with five? a Transformers budget? Yeah. What kind of movie we talk about? We talk about because we talk about a horror film. You can make an entire year's worth of horror films with a Transformers with that budget. budget yeah. with that's, what I'm, that's what I'm budget, saying. Like the, yeah. the shit, the, the shit that the shit that creators are going through, the links that they're going to to tell stories, and like I, I think the I think Moonlight was shot on some ridiculous ass budget, like not even not even a mil. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when you can when you can pull shit off like that and be resourceful, yeah, you can make a great you can make a great film with with five to eight mil. You can make a great storied film, yeah, but um, it, but it's gonna be it's crunching numbers. It's crunching like numbers. it's gonna be it's like you gotta you getting people at you getting people on the cheap and all this stuff is just like man, you're it, really selling storyline to some yeah, of the actors. Yeah. Oh man, we we didn't talk about shit. <laughs> hey, happy fifty, man. Happy, happy that, this is but this is the way to be honest. This is what I I prayed for the show to grow into is just these conversations. Like the topics are cool. But we be having hella shit to say, you know, like, and you said a lot, G. You 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 uh, you you talked about like the, the shit about the tribes and like where where we're moving to and where we need to sort of be, and where oh damn it, hate to see that, right on his tailbone too. Damn. Ah yeah yeah. At least I get a week off. Nah man, to to the to our listeners, um, because there are. Some of you that no matter what, every week y'all tune in. Um, personally, for me, thank y'all for giving a fuck, for being engaged, um, and for keeping us going. Again, uh, Poe isn't here with this, but between Poe and L, 
I personally am able to formulate this internal balance um, that I feel benefits me and just just every just on some everyday life shit um, from 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 the type of thinkers they are, from the type of workers they are, um, the, their ability to focus on type of shit. You know, it's just it's just really dope to be surrounded by people um, you look up to. And I I hope that everybody has that. I imagine I, I'm not naive enough to think that everybody does, but I, I encourage you all to seek um, people, even as we even as we grow and evolve, right? To seek out people that you can look up to, and I just so happen to be related to mine, and and always thought about doing a, a, a show together, especially as podcasts became a thing. It's like, hey, this would be a great podcast to sort of capture the nuance in and around people that look a particular way that you wouldn't expect. To have this type of dialogue, um, I was having coffee at a at a shop uh, on Lakeshore, and this white lady literally came up and stopped. Older white lady too. She had to be like seven, late, like mid seventies. She came and stopped me and the homie Champ. Shout out to Champ, um, and just said, "You guys are having such an, a delightful, eloquent conversation," and can't say thank you to that. Like, what did you expect us to be saying? You know, um, <laughs> but in, you know, in in defense of her, we're aware of those stigmas that we look like we shouldn't be talking about the shit that we are talking about on the show. Like we shouldn't care about the things that we care about. And here to tell you, ha, episode 50. There's so much more to us. We have goals. Um, we have objectives, things that we're going to accomplish in and working them out in real time with people that we get to engage with is has been amazing. So thank y'all for 50 episodes. And here's to 50 more. That's for me. What you got, G? Yeah, I second what Monty said. <laughs> 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 Insert music clip right here. Nah, yeah, I knew, I knew, I knew that was. I, I, I did that on purpose. Like, and then he's just gonna say, yeah, yeah. What he said. <laughs> exactly what Money said, man. Nah, yeah, man. nah. Money, Money does a great job at that type of shit, bro. Like, <laughs> me on the other hand, bro, I just be like, hey, shit, we out here. We out. We lit for fifty mo. <laughs> for fifty mo. Oh man, uh, you got anything else? Uh, how'd you feel about uh? About uh, Billboard taking Lil Nas X uh, song off of the country. <sighs> Did you feel a certain type of way about that, or is it weird that I didn't? Was it because you expected it? Yeah. Hmm. I don't want to be that. I don't want to live in such a pessimistic mind state, though. Like I just, it's like, what did you expect? Is that that's bad to say, huh? But is it? But is it? Wasn't it also weird though that uh, so he put that up um, independently, actually, mm-hmm. uh, from his actual label, which yep. I think is Columbia. Uh, but put it up independently from that um, on like SoundCloud as a country song, and then it took off from there. Columbia didn't want to have that be his single or anything that was attached to him because he didn't think they didn't think that he would be marketed correctly to 
the uh, to the culture of hip hop mm-hmm. as a hip hop artist. Yep. That's a wild ass like that. Like that's like that that type of shit. I don't know how you do it, money, <laughs> because I would that shit would fucking really like fucking break my brain, bro. Like my my brain would be broken from the tangled web of that where i'm losing out from billboard everywhere my the fans la- the label the label like on some shit that i made and i and i was strategic about how i wanted it presented i i outsmarted all y'all and y'all get to come take it away snatched not and, and so that's why i say i feel bad for going what'd you expect you know what i'm saying when you like they they're not going to let that chance shit happen again Chance got over on them. They're not letting another one of them niggas in. I promise you. Hmm. So, all right, all right, Chance, nigga, you you outsmarted us, but we ain't letting that shit happen again. So that's what y'all be talking about with the when you take when you decide to take that back. Because at some point he took that back in order to be a part of that uh, that label. I don't I don't know I don't know if I don't know if he took took the back. I'm just saying he did outsmart them niggas though. He no, got I mean it. I mean in the first place, like if you if you decide to get signed, for oh, yeah. whatever it is that you decide to get signed, that you also signed off on the fact that they could do whatever the fuck whatever they want to do. They they have um, so how they want to market have, you? Uh, the, oh, what's the word? Um, it's eluding me right now. But when you when you in, when you enter into one of those agreements, especially one of those. Where it was probably some big bread exchange for an advance, you don't have no ownership, yo. Zero. And and the, the idea that niggas are still signing those deals today, uh, Jordan Fillmore, he uh, right his last year of college, he was managing an artist that actually ended up having some success. So I went to him, was like, yo, I have this opportunity. I'm aware that I'd be selling off this much, but it would give me a budget to do this. What do you think? He said. I said, are you crazy? You gonna do everything you've done to get to this point to start selling off shit now? Are you crazy? And I just needed to hear it like that. I didn't need no gloves on for that conversation. I needed somebody to say it like that because I was dead ass justifying it at my mind when my gut was telling me, no, keep keep holding out. Mm-hmm. But you get tired. You get tired of spending your own money. Calling to borrow money to put bread together, you final somebody finally comes and goes. We see what you're doing, man. We want to do this, but we need this, 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 and this. You start doing the math, and you go, "Ah, I can make another one." Oh, it's only this. It's only two years. It's only this. And luckily, Jordan was there to go, bro. Content is everything. You're generating an endless amount of content with no budget. So you're going to go sell this shit off for, for pennies on what the return could be if it does catch? Come on, man. And he's right. But those kids that do take the events that don't have one, don't have a you and, and them niggas that go bounce that shit off of, that do take that back, what am I supposed to say to them, man? Hmm. What, what, am I, what, am I, what am I really supposed to say to them when even I think about it and go, man, I'm just, I'm just, I'm tapped. Point taken. You know? So that's why I said I feel bad for being a pessimist about that particular situation because he 100% outsmarted everybody. But now they're in the business of not like, no matter what. And that's on slaps, bro. Like, <laughs> that, that's, I don't, I don't even like, I cannot stand country songs. 
I will blast that one though. Like that that one should be on the country charts. And 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 it's and it's hey, you don't you don't look like and represent what we want, so we ain't not gonna let you in. They gonna try to call it something when, else. When y'all gonna pay attention? They gonna they gonna gee, like they gonna I, try to call it something else. Oh yeah, for sure. I just I just had this conversation. This was actually a part. This was in the same the same conversation <laughs> I was having with the other one, man. Like when it comes to being up, uh, like being unpredictable and and not a not like you don't have to feel comfortable around me. Actually, I don't want you to feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. It was in that it was in that same grain. Like Absolutely. it was like. Also, like, stop! Like the 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 stop is the stop is going to be like stop (laughs) allowing others to infiltrate what you call your culture. Like, Mm. just uh, just stop it. Just like, how about Mm. how about you just don't let them in? Like, Mm. fuck it. You don't. No, you don't get to come in for no like for no reason. But we're but we're not we're not like that though. I know we're not like that, but uh, but when do we become that way? Because like everything else, like of course, okay, so it's something is working because it's now number one. Hmm. But now that it, like we did all those things in order to become number one, so how about what if as the number one, you just said, "Nah, you can't come in." Hmm. And I feel like that's kind of like what, what what Joe is trying to say, but he just can't say it like correctly. Yeah. But it's 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 like well, he's also thinking more so about the ownership of certain things. I get that, and that's what you're talking about too. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking about more so it's just like, not nah, other others cannot come into it in order to get anything from it. Mm. Like it it it's gonna be it's gonna be a heavy cost. It's gonna be a tax. We're gonna tax. It's gonna be a dumbass tax. Yeah. Or else, like, there's no other way to get in here. Like, nah, like, and that's and that's gonna start with, and it's it's not even just gonna be like the artist, because the artist unfortunately is not really catching, like it. Well, the artists in, in those realms, they've sold their soul already, so mm-hmm. you can't really can't really ask them. Yeah. But this is gonna have to come from like the cat sitting in the, in the, in the studio head. But unfortunately, I, I know I know there's a lot of money being divvied up from having them jump in. But come on, man. When when do you just like be like nah you can't come in here nah you can't be you can't be a part of this clothing brand you can't be a part of none of this shit I don't it it and it, but it all goes back to that point of like you do, and that sounds dumbass racist but it's it's not even it it's not even racist it, 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 it does that doesn't sound racist G that sounds like that sounds like protecting ourselves and sort of building inflating ourselves the way other industries are inflated you know but again. We get to this place where, you know, your credit limit, your your line of credit runs out, whatever, and it just becomes a matter of resources. So where do you go to partner to get said resources? Somebody outside of us, somebody Jewish. Um, now with the tech shit, you can probably you could probably find someone of Middle Eastern descent or or, or like 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 East Asian descent, like something like that now to partner with. But it's still not one of us. And that's the unfortunate part is that on the again, on the administrative side. And that was the, that was and that was all my only ever beef about the title shit. And like trying to put everybody on titles like, hey, at the very least, it's somebody at the as some, one of us at the helm of that. Can y'all can y'all get behind that? And niggas was like, no, nah, man, the dashboard is. And I'm just like, oh, I, you're but you're right. You're not wrong. 
and so just putting up with you know trying to trying to trying to buy black and like the like uh i i had an epiphany when i was on the road it's like when i'm in the bay i use every other studio except aka franks and he has a studio that he's running like he's like yo it's this much and it's this much an hour come through and i'm using everybody else's lab except for his that's a knock on me I can go put that bread in my, my my man's pocket and keep that money in there at least a little. Keep that money amongst black people at least a little bit longer. Not hell longer, but you know, but at least a little bit longer. So it's like it's like little shit like that, where you know that could that could start to creep like turn the tide. But if we can't even keep the money within, we can't expect niggas at a certain level not to go get extended resources outside the circle because it ain't enough in the circle right now to pull from. Hmm. So that's why I say with these kids that eventually do accept these deals, I, I can't be the, like the blue, like the blue face shit still makes me cringe to this day because fam was like, yo, talk to them about that shit. I don't know nothing about that. And I'm just like, oh, man, that kid doesn't that kid doesn't know what his deal structure is, but he's just a baby. How is he supposed to know that shit? It's a kid, mm. you know, and you just you you hope and pray that we we wouldn't have people that look like us that are supposed to be protecting like us preying upon our ignorance in our youth but we got niggas that that are supposed to be protecting us preying upon these kids youth like their youth and their their ignorance like literally set out like yo you're gonna be a star fam you don't need to read these contracts and take care of you though like nah that ain't how that shit work we know we know that's not how that works now you know so it's just a it's it's a whole bunch of weird disgusting shit taking place that Kind of perpetuates this cycle baby. of not being able to retain ownership, baby. And we forever in business. <laughs> we, he he said that shit about Drake. I was bro, like, straight it, bro. I was I was talking to Paul. I was like, bro, there's baby saying that was was crazy, but also <laughs> you always need to keep an eye on Slim because <laughs> the face the facial expressions that was on Slim face. I was like, they I would never not have an eye on Slim. I need to where he at at all times. <laughs> like, bro, bro, be too wait. He be way too sad. He's like, nah, we can't even talk about that. Where I'm he, like, bro, where he going? I need to know where he going. Bro, this goon squad is next level. <laughs> <laughs> and then, did you see Juvie's press run? I haven't seen Juvie's press run, but Juvie's first song off his album made me feel like I was right back in. So I, so uh, I need to listen degrees. to it. I need to listen to it. Then. The first song, the the very first song off the album is just like, oh fuck, that's that makes me happy. Nah, it, it, it felt good. His like, interviews. I was like, Damn. His interviews were were amazing. Like I, like anybody that knows us, like I, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it. We're the original Cash Money West Coast fans, bro. Like, oh yeah, no, we was a part of. Wasn't nobody bigger Cash Money fans than us? Because niggas gonna say they hopped on. We had the original Hot Boys album, by mm-hmm. the way. Niggas don't even know nothing about that shit. We had like that was 11 year old Wayne. Mm-hmm. Like that's the type of shit we was on. So niggas gonna be in the DMs. They are gonna try to dispute that, but no, y'all wasn't fucking with Cash Money nah, more than we were. Bro, I'm just gonna put bro. that out there. So. The return of Juvie, and even even though the business, money like got the weird. only chopper chopper city in the ghetto. The only the only copy, y'all <laughs> niggas just got it. I still have a copy of that CD. <laughs> Free BG, by the way, man. Man, please. Do. Um, nah, the Juvie interviews were crazy, man. I that's that's all. I could talk about that shit all day. I just I always feel, I always feel good when 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 Juvie feels good, man. Like it's when Juvie like, in his bag. And and it's Juvie and Juvie and Manny Fresh, man. Whenever like they're they're feeling good, and I'm like, all right, cool. And when you watch a G, I want you to see if you pick up on something that I'm finding consistent is that our our um, our people that have done a lot 
don't really understand their value. Hmm. Um, Juvie was talking at one point, and he was like pleasantly surprised that like G Easy and all these people were reaching out to him. He's like, "You're fucking juvenile, yo!" Like, and kind of made me sad. It was a di- it's a different time though, money. Like it was it was a different time where you think you got to think about the cash money run. I feel like when they were doing their run, mm-hmm. they were really just artists. And like mm-hmm. Baby and Slim was doing all the other shit. So mm-hmm. they didn't really have a chance to really ever really know what they were worth. They just knew that hella people was fucking with them. I don't think they really like well, th- and then and then and then to have that shit like when their whole fallout when they actually did try to divvy up the money, it was like, oh wait a minute, this ain't and then they went their separate ways or whatever and all that that whole area happened like mm-hmm. that whole little little blip in time happened mm-hmm. everybody else fucking fell off so it kind of feels like after years like uh, like when you first come on you dumbass hot high as hot like uh, everything you're doing is just like selling out arenas yeah and then for it to all go away you kind of feel like nigga how the fuck does people that's that's popping now even know who the fuck i am like or even no, or even fuck with me like that no nah, you, you 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 got that's a, that's a great point i just because we are human, like that shit. If people, if if you and that were talking around, a, people fucking with you, you'd be like, a "Damn." Hell of a point, G. I didn't. I didn't even think about it like that. I I guess what what I was picking up on uh-huh. with the Juvie interviews is that it it was something that I picked up when Wayne was talking. When Wayne started to do more interviews and like public speaking things, mm-hmm. that it it became evident to me that he didn't know what he meant to us. Hmm. Um, and then so hearing Juvie talk, it's like he doesn't know what like. I get the cat like Cash Money and all the Birdman was like the laughing stock or some shit for a minute, but them niggas came through and, and shook shit up. Oh yeah, yeah. And then for Wayne to, to morph into what he morphed into, for them niggas to kind of be in the dark about what they mean to the world is nuts to me. But you make a great point that I never considered it from that aspect at at all. Shit has changed. It ain't just on some arena tour shit no more. Think, of, think about them niggas today coming out today with how much money is in the game. Like, yeah, them niggas would know today. Yeah. But yeah. Back, then, back then, bro, yeah. like, niggas was like, they were making a lot of bread for back then. Yeah. Coming from fucking. Nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that that wasn't that wasn't how it is today. Real shit. And with the social media, it make you feel a whole different. Like, cause you'll you'll get your followers and know, like, you you think that's really what your worth is. Like, okay, shit, I got. I got one million followers. You think that that's what your worth is? Supposed to like motherfuckers you, you you talk to, and they got like seven, eight, nine. Mm-hmm. Like when he talked to Jeezy, Jeezy, Jeezy probably got what seven or eight or something easy, like that. Easy. Yeah. So if he's talking to him, and I got you know a couple hundred thousand or one yeah. mil, whatever, then you kind of feel like that's your worth nowadays. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like without really knowing what you mean to the culture, Damn, like that nigga. shit that really fucked up the whole game. Like you really feel like that's how many people fuck with you. That's a that's a bar. That's something to consider. That I, that I hadn't even, if you're talking to kids who are currently dominating and they're talking to you as like the GOAT and you're like, well, you got 8 million followers and I only got half a million. Why are you talking to me type shit? Like even the OGs are doing it. That's nigga. That's so nuts. Like my mind is. That's what uh, right I mean. But that's what Russ was talking about. Like that's why Russ be going on his rants. Like it's not because Russ is like this unhappy person. Yeah. It's more so just like, nigga, I... Russ got a lot of followers, but it'd be like, they, like I got, 
you, if you're talking to other people that got hella followers or whatever, but when you go to whatever venue mm. uh, you'll catch or whatever, how many people is actually showing up? Yeah. Or like, you know, if you're selling well, all these the, albums, how many people are actually buying physical tickets? Exactly. I'm in, I'm in the, I'm in the things with like, I'm actually seeing how many people are like, I'm selling tickets, and I'm actually seeing how many people are actually Russ, buying them. Russ, it's uh, the band Jungle from the UK. It's a handful of these acts. I mean, that are that aren't obviously the, the top tier cream of the crop. That their number, their social media numbers are actually indicative of how many physical bodies they can put in the place right right um and so that's where you get to see a lot of niggas cooking and cooking the numbers cooking the books so to speak um paying for followers and all that shit it's like oh well you can't put people in a place when you go anywhere that's fascinating you know so to get to see the side by side it's just like we're in it we're in it we're in an interesting in an interesting time yo we just are um yeah, I didn't mean to take it there, but like it no, was just I, like. I appreciate, I appreciate that because I, I just hadn't considered it. Just that Juvie thing, because that because that thing does irritate me because like Juvie should, I, I Juvie should know his his worth to at least us, man. Like how much, I mean, how we feel about man, that whole run that they did, bro. Yeah. Like we they we we were raised off of cash money, so and I know why Wayne doesn't like Wayne doesn't pay attention to any of the shit that got to do with anything that's going on out here. Like Wayne is in his own world, yeah. but. The other cats like they like they they were we shit. They get the utmost respect from us. Just Absolutely. like you could still listen to four hundred degrees and be like, feel like you was in those it days. Feel like man, man four hundred degrees sounds like it could have came out today for sure. I was just listening to four hundred degrees and I was making pancakes this morning. <laughs> listening to four hundred degrees on oh my goodness, Zion. Listening to four hundred degrees on Sunday while making pancakes is nuts. <laughs> by the way, I'm just gonna go out there and say it. Like nobody else gonna tell you, my nigga. I'm gonna that, pray for that you. combination nuts, right? What? <laughs> my nigga said he's making listening to four hundred degrees while making pancakes on Sunday. Wow. Uh, oh yep. man. Um, yeah, man. We again. We're glad to be here and keep continue to do the show and be encouraged to do the show. Shout, Dylan called to wish us a happy fiftieth yesterday. Hey, um, Shay was you, Shay was actually FaceTiming. I think she was trying to tell us happy fiftieth. Uh, right on, Shay. Appreciate and you. And a few people last night were saying congrats on the fiftieth episode. So, thank you, uh, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. We thank really you. appreciate y'all, man. And and, and here's to fifty more um, for this week's episode. I am Monty Draper. I am LG, and we'll see y'all next week. Love, love.